You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Age of Radio. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, time once again for Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man joining me as always, my brother, Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, brother? Doing good, man. How you doing? Good. Are you okay after your nasty spill? Uh, nah, I'm all right. Yeah, uh, yeah, um, I fell, you know, cerebral palsy mishap. Yeah. Crap happened, so, gotta do what I gotta do, man. I had to go, I had to go get x-rays and all that other good stuff, but I'm good to go. All right, man. I didn't break nothing, so. That's the key. You didn't break anything. All right. So. Just my pride. A little bit. <laughs> so, all right, man. So, are we ready to get in some worldwide sports talk? Let's do it, brother. All right, starting off with the girl, girl, golf world rankings. Let's say that right. How about that, huh? On the women's side, the new number one is Nelly Korda from the United States. Jin Young Ko from Korea is number two. N B Park is from Korea, number three. Si Young Kim from Korea is number four. Daniel Kang from the United States, number five. Haijo Kim from Korea is number six. Brooke M. Henderson from Canada is seventh. Yoka Sasso from the Philippines is eight. Lexi Thompson from the United States is nine. And Lydia Ko from New Zealand rounds out the top ten. On the men's side, number one in the world is John Rahm from Spain. Two is Dustin Johnson from the United States. Justin Thomas is third from the United States. Colin Morikora from the United States is fourth. Xander Shafeli, USA, fifth. Bryson DeChambeau, sixth from the United States. Brooks Kepka moves up to seventh from the United States. Patrick Cantley from the United States is eighth. Patrick Reed from the United States is ninth. And tenth is Roy McElroy from North Ireland. In the FedEx Cup standings as it currently sits, Patrick Cantley leads at 2,014 points. Harris English has jumped all the way to number two with 1889 points. 
John Rahm slips from number two to number three with 18.23 points. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau slipped down to fourth with 18.02. Fifth, Jordan Spieth with 17.42. Sixth, Justin Thomas, 17.08. Victor Hovland is seventh with 16.30. Eighth is uh, Xander Schifele with 15.79. Ninth, Col- uh, Colin Morikawa with 15.36. And number 10, uh, Kaysen, uh, I think it was supposed to be Jason. My bad. I put a K instead of J on that. Jason uh, Kokrak with fifteen eleven points. Moving on to the world of Major League Soccer mm. and the table. Or Run standings. The table on them, dude. Let's hear it. <clears throat> Here we go. New England Revolution seven two two and twenty three points. Orlando City Soccer Club six three and one and twenty one points. Philadelphia Union's 5-4-2 and, and 19 points. New York City FC is 5-2-3 and, and 17 points. The Columbus Crew is 4-3-3 and 15 points. Nashville Soccer Club is 3-6-1 and 15 points. New York Red Bulls is 4-1-5 and 13 points. D.C. United is 4-1-6 and 13 points. Uh, CF Montreal, I think that's club football. That's what that's supposed to be. Or club of football, I don't know. 3-4-3 and, and 13 points. Atlanta FC, or which is United, Atlanta United, Florida, I mean Florida Football Club. Wow. Already messing up. Cool. Let's do this. 2-6-2 two, and, two and 12 points. Inter-Miami Club of Football is 2-2-6 two, two and six with 10 points. Football Club Cincinnati is 3-1-5 and 8 points. Toronto Football Club is 1-2-7 and 5 points. Chicago Fire Football Club is 1-2-7 and 5 points. Out West in the Western Conference, Seattle Sounders Football Club is 7-4 and 25 points. Kansas, uh, Sporting Kansas City is 7-2 and 3 and 23 points. The LA Galaxy is 7-0 and 3 and 21 points. The Colorado Rapids is 5-1 and 3 and 16 points. Minnesota United is 4-2 and 4 and 14 points. The Houston Dynamo Football Club is 3-5 and 3 and 14 points. The Portland Timbers is 4-1 and 6 and 13 points. Real Salt Lake is 3-4-2 and 13 points. Austin Football Club is 3-4-5 and and 13 points. LA F- uh, Football Club is 3-3-4 and 12 points. The San Jose Earthquakes are 3-1-7 and 10 points. Football Club Dallas is 2-4-4 and 10. Or, or sorry, and 10 points. And Vancouver Whitecaps is 2-2-6 and 8 points. It's so, definitely strange how they have that, like, the win, draw, and losses thing. Mm-hmm. You would think it would go win, losses, and then the draw at the end. I think it's because the draws actually get more points than you do from losing. So they want to do the winning gets you the most, a draw gets you a point. Or losses, I think it's no points. Yeah, so, so for those of you that don't know, we're learning about, you know. We're learning on the fly with soccer. It's best we can. Yeah, and it's But still, it's go Galaxy, though. baby. Yeah. Though, I do like the fact that Oregon has a soccer team, a professional soccer team. So, I do have a soft spot for the Portland Timbers. But since I'm usually an all-LA guy and the Galaxy was before the football club, Galaxy is (laughs) my real team. But I do hold a soft spot for Portland. Orlando City looks like they're doing good, too. Yeah, they're close by, so. Might be something to go check out sometime. We might have to actually go check out a uh, soccer match, indeed. That would be cool. It would. All right, take, sir. The, take my kids. They like soccer. Yeah. All right. Here we go. With some notes. We're moving to the tennis court. 
So the opportunity for Serena Williams to win her 24th career Grand Slam title and, and have it happen at Wimbledon was expected to be her best shot in a long time. Naomi Osaka, who has been dealing with anxiety issues, has pulled out of the tournament with her sights set to possibly return for the Olympics. And defending Wimbledon champ Simona Halep uh, had to withdraw due to injury. Those two huge obstacles that would have stood between Serena and her 24th Grand Slam title were now out of the picture. Unfortunately, whether it be karma, special universe powers, or just plain bad luck, Serena would also have to withdraw in her first round match due to injury herself. Serena Williams has been without a doubt the most dominant tennis player in our lifetime, whether it be a man or a woman. Seeing Serena struggle at this point in her career seems similar to what we witnessed as of Jordan as a wizard or Kobe in the final years of his career. Personally, I feel she can still get at least one more Grand Slam title, but the longer she goes without one, the harder it will become. So, Cooper, your thoughts as we start to see the twilight of Serena Williams' tennis career. I mean, this, this is really bad, dude. It sucks. Especially, you know, I mean, tennis is a lot different. You're, you're using a lot of your ankles, your, your knees, all that, dude. Your elbows. Your elbows are probably, by the end of your career, probably shot. Yeah. Plus so, your back, because you're always yeah. twisting your back to make a swing oh, through yeah. and stuff. So you got to stay pretty uh, pretty in shape for stuff like that. And mm -hmm. um, it's really sad to see her getting hurt and things like that. But uh, what's up with Naomi, dude? She's been dealing with anxiety issues for her longest period of her life. Mm -hmm. um, she doesn't really like how... She feels like when they're she's doing interviews with the media, she feels like they're not really asking her proper questions. They feel like, to her, they're more of an attacking question about her career. Her oh, man. So she's dealing with anxiety issues. So she's been... Because at the French, she wasn't going to talk to the media, but then the French find her. The French Open Tournament Committee find her for not wanting to speak to the media, so then she pulled out. Um, nothing was resolved by the time Wimbledon came around, so she went ahead and withdrew from Wimbledon and man. just... She, there's been rumors that she might not even um, represent Japan in the Olympics. That, so that really sucks. I mean, I'll do that in anxiety. Yeah, you know, I, I suffer with that myself, and I know that uh, you know it's it's nothing to play with. And uh, but at the same time, when you're in sports and you're supposed to talk to media, or you're kind of like us, and we, we deal with with you know sports people, the sports world, and mm -hmm. we do interviews, things like that. You have to get over that 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 anxiety thing, and sometimes yeah, you're gonna screw up and you're you're gonna say some weird stuff or mm -hmm. or just it'll be kind of awkward. But you know, the more you do it, the better it gets. I mean, yeah. really, I mean that that's one thing I learned about going through that mind and fitness program, and and uh, I remember they had the uh, you know the 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 3T Warrior Acad Private Warrior Academy, and they had people going live on there. Right. And I was always scared to do it. It's like even when we started this podcast, mm -hmm. I was scared to talk. I didn't know what to say or what to do. I mean, I know you you still read off most of the notes, but I mean, before we were we were doing it in sections and cutting it off, and because yeah. we were you know. But now we just go all the way through with it. Yep. I mean, the more you practice talking to the media, the more you practice doing anything, the easier it gets. So. Yeah. And you just got to sometimes just learn to find them like a, even if you need to premeditate before you go out to Yeah, man. Because the media has to respect your, your preparation to talk to them. 
So if you're not ready yet, right after you get done and showered and ready to go, and you need whatever amount of time to get some meditation to recalm your nerves, or whatever she needs to do to get herself into a mental state where she can handle it for, you know, you know, and she doesn't have to talk. Especially if you're a professional, you have to, you have to, at some point, speak with someone. Yeah, or you can pull the Marshawn lunch and just say, "I'm here just so I don't get fined." (laughs) <laughs> and have it be a response to I everything. Mean, you could do that. But, you <laughs> I'm here know. just so I don't get fined. <laughs> and that can just be a response to everything like you did. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be interesting to see because like I said, rumors are that um, Naomi might not even represent Japan in the Olympics this year for tennis. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens as we move closer yeah, to the but Olympics. It, but as far as Serena, dude, this is... Uh... This is sad to see. Mm-hmm. You don't ever like watching somebody in the twilight of their career struggle. You, you struggle. You like to see them go out on top. So maybe, maybe she get you know this injury goes away. Maybe she'll come back, go out on top on another tournament, ter- tournament, and we'll go from there. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to see her go out like that, dude. That would suck. Yeah, I mean, because and another one I forgot to mention is like Peyton Manning that last year in Denver, even though they won the Super Bowl, he was shot. His arm, was, oh, his yeah. arm was gone. Yeah, man. So you can tell his he was done after that. Like, luckily, won him a Super Bowl, so we can go out on that. But it was. It's kind of like watching Drew Brees go out last year. It was sad. Yeah, I'm still sad about it. Yeah. All right. Well, the UFC was finally able to get Conor McGregor back inside the octagon as he faces Dustin Poirier for the third time. The event, USC 264, will be at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas on July 10th, 2021. So we are exactly a week away. Are you excited? Yeah, man. Conor McGregor, yeah. (laughs) This is the rubber match for this trilogy as McGregor won for their first match back in 2014 as he was an ascending superstar in UFC. Poirier got his revenge, however, when he got his second round KO on uh, McGregor at USC 257 earlier this year in January. McGregor looks to silence his critics who believe he is no longer the fighter he once was, and Poirier looks to vault himself into a title opportunity and to the top of the pound-for-pound ranking. So, Koopa, your thoughts on the rubber match for the trilogy? Um, Poirier better watch out, because now Conor's got a chip on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. And we know how he performs when he's got chips on his shoulder. You don't want to mess with a man when he's angry, and you really don't want to mess with an angry Irishman. Right? <laughs> so, uh, good luck with that, dude. Yeah, a lot of people thought McGregor's gone soft after he got all the money he got. Um, before, even before he sold um, number 12, the Irish whiskey, uh, number 12. Yeah. Yeah. Number, I, I hate it that people Proper do number 12. I hate it that people say that or, oh, you're soft. More like, more like people are jealous mm-hmm. because the man's got money, because he's doing something with himself. That you ain't doing so. Let let's talk about a man that, that that is out there, you know, making business moves and and just living life. Who cares that he doesn't fight all the time? But you know what? I hope he comes back for this fight and kicks some ass. Right. I expect a really good match on July tenth. This is going to be a very. Um, this is probably going to be a war because Poirier still has a lot to fight for, not just to um, take the lead in the in the trilogy. But also, you know, he's got title opportunity. He gave up a title opportunity to finish off, try to finish off McGregor, and also to prove that he belongs in that upper echelon in the pound for pound rankings. Definitely, man. Yeah, he's he's uh, 
You know, he's proven himself, and it's just sad that on a back half of somebody's career, they've got to, just like we talked about with That's Serena right, yeah. just now, you know, he's, he's, he's not, I wouldn't say like the twilight of his career, but he's looking at other business ventures and doing other things. And, right. you know, I know USC people and, and, and fans in general can get irritated with that, but they can't fight forever. Especially mm-hmm. UFC, dude. I mean, come on. Right. So, it's like a boxer. They're not going to fight forever. Right. Exactly. Speaking of boxing, that's <laughs> what we're going to talk about next. Let's do it. T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas appears to be the hotbed for trilogy fights this month. As two weeks after the mcgregor Poirier 3 fight, we will get Wilder Fury 3 on July 24th. The two combatants first fought in December 2018 in a fight that ended in a controversial draw. The rematch happened in February of 2020, and Fury would win via TKO in the seventh round, um, which gave him the WBC and Ring Magazine heavyweight titles. The two were supposed to fight last July in their uh, third match, but Wilder was still recovering from shoulder surgery and also concerns of the COVID-19 pandemic, the match was postponed in October. It would be pushed back again due to the restrictions for fan attendance due to the pandemic to December, and canceled when ESPN couldn't uh, wouldn't agree to air the fight due to the NFL scheduling on their network. Oof. Then it seemed like we were not going to get this um, match, but the two finally agreed to fight this month. So Cooper, Fury, Wilder, three. What did you got? Well, I mean, if they've been training, they're good, you know it's going to be a good fight. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll see what happens. Finally, we get this match. I know there's a lot of people out there that want to see it. Mm-hmm. And uh, this COVID-19 crap just needs to go away. Right. Uh, Fear, uh, Wilder's got to make up for what happened because he came out in a pre-match suit or costume that was really heavy. And a lot of people saw that he was... Because he had a walk in it the whole way from uh, back in the locker room all the way to ring. And he walked in it. And a lot of people said he already looked exhausted when they when he took off the costume, and uh, didn't have his best match or fight game with him because of how exhausted he looked early on in the match, which led Fury to uh, get the TKO in the seventh round. So he was already pre-tired prior to the match, and then going um, <laughs> getting your butt kicked basically for seven rounds doesn't help. On top of that, so definitely, man, and I hope. I hope that they they you know are are trained and ready to go for this one because mm-hmm. people have been waiting for it. So we'll see what happens. Yes, sir. I got one more story before we're going to go into the uh, NCA story. Um, Shakari Richardson, uh, the uh, women's one hundred meter uh, champion who qualified for the Olympics, has been banned from the Olympics one hundred meter race due to a positive marijuana test this past week. Oh man. Which is ironic because she did it in a state that has no law against marijuana. And we have multiple states in this country that do not have marijuana bans. And also marijuana not being a performance enhancing drug. It seems a little ironic to have that come up and be dirty for her. She can still participate in the Olympics in the relay team if she makes the team. So Cooper, your thoughts on... Shakari Richardson's suspension. Um, well, you know, I have had my medical card before. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I no longer have it, but that's because of pretty much where we live. It's it's new now here, but yeah. in, in the same state she was in, Oregon. Yep. You know, I had my card. Um, I I this this makes me so angry because it's like it's not an a it's not a performance enhancing drug has nothing to do with with helping you with anything other than maybe giving you the munchies or mm-hmm. taking away some pain and that's usually what athletes use it for now yeah pain pain management and uh, you know I'd rather see an athlete using that than uh, using some of the stuff that's out there on the market because you don't know what it does to you yeah that and or you can talk about it, a bad addiction habit is having a Vicodin addiction or any kind of painkiller addiction. Exactly. I mean, it's scary stuff. And, and, I, I, and I believe she said she takes it to help with her anxiety, too. Oh, yeah. and and Which can help you calm down. It definitely can sometimes. Sometimes it can, you know, make your anxiety go worse, but it just all depends on the, the state of mind and mm-hmm. whatever you're in. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, I... I don't get this. It, it it makes me angry. I don't like it. And, you know, they need to stop testing for marijuana on athletes, period. Right. We even have professional leagues in the United States that have really laxed on the marijuana. They still, they have a higher THC level now that you have to reach before you're in trouble. Because they really don't really want you high as heck trying to run a route oh, in the no, NFL at all. and getting smacked because you're not really paying but I that think attention. You, know, but you and I have actually talked about this too. Like, you know, what they want to do off the field with that, if that if that's what they're doing for pain management, mm-hmm. I'd rather have them doing that than doing pills right. any day. Don't, don't get me wrong. I don't mind having biking in myself because it's just like, ah, uh, and I can function still. But yeah, but it's addicting, and then can't people start using other stuff yeah. and doing things right. they shouldn't be doing. So. And we also already had the proof that marijuana is not a gateway drug to any other drug. <laughs> right. So that's just bull crap. And, and I'm living proof of that because it's the only thing I've ever done. I'll admit it's the only thing I've so ever done. I, I, you know. So, especially what I've seen when other pe- what happens to other people on other things, too. Exactly. So... Uh, all you have to do is look at the examples you have out there, and it's like, no, thank you. Right. <laughs> I don't even care if it's one night only, one time deal. No, thank you. Right. Because with that stuff, it could be a one time deal, and you're dead. Yeah. So no thanks. I'm be like that'd be my luck. I'd be aller- definitely allergic to one of those things, and I'm out. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, man. Of course, not allergic to marijuana, unlike my grandmother. Sorry, grandma. <laughs> yeah. All right, so. To the NCAA. The NCAA, under the pressure from losing their case in the Supreme Court last week and states pushing out NIL laws that started July 1st, put the interim NIL rules for schools to follow, which allow student-athletes to monetize their name, image, and likeness and not lose their amateur status and their eligibility to play their sport that they play under scholarship for. This almost seems like the uh, like they begrudgingly had to do this, but if the organization wants to keep its status and any of its authority over school sports programs, this had to happen. 
The rules allow schools in the states with NAL laws or executive orders to follow those laws or orders and allow schools in states without those laws or orders to use their best judgment when it comes to allowing student athletes to gain money. As long as those dealings are within normal state laws those schools are located in. So, Cooper, we almost didn't get it from the NCAA. They thought they weren't going to be able to push anything out by July 1st. Here we are two days later after they made the announcement that they have laxed on their monetary um, gains for student-athletes under scholarships. So, what do you think? Yeah, man, that's cool. Finally. Yeah, finally, bro. We're going to end up getting... Uh getting our NCAA game back and these students are going to be be taken care of and maybe you know um, the schools will be better off too because yes. it won't be all controlled by the NCAA so right it's going to be a whole lot better for student athletes which it needs to be we talked about this of course last week when we were talking that the schools now can offer um, hopefully be able to help with their health insurance for student athletes um not only now that the supreme court gave them oh i really think that that's what they need to do with it yeah is like if they're gonna get paid for it it goes into a fund that they either get when they graduate or when they end up leaving school like even if you drop out you get it because well that's that's not actually what's going on though it's they're they're getting money. They're actually oh, now they're able. Get, okay. They're uh, they already said that they can sign with agents. Agents will take care of their finances, um, their financial portfolios with yeah. sponsorships and all that stuff. Uh, but the schools themselves can now hopefully be able to say, hey, we would like you if you come here to put a certain amount towards health care for yourself, and we'll help you get the best care we can get you. You know what this is gonna do too. Mm. This is going to get a lot more people involved in sports. Yeah. Because, you know, you get a chance if you're good enough, you're going to be in video games, you're going to be, you know, yeah. making money before you're even out of college. Right. And uh, what's going to be nice, too, is um, one of the things that uh, Colin Coward was mentioning, if you're the Pac-12, I'd be heading to Silicon Valley if I was a commissioner going, look, you've got a lot of Pac-12 students it, on your um, work campuses right now, you need to help us out so we can be competitive and help get you more um, coverage. Apple, Microsoft, Google, just to name the top three that he was talking about. And uh, that will help the Pac-12 out a lot. <laughs> Definitely, bro. It's going to be very interesting. Oh, and Nike, because Nike's up in Beaverton, Oregon, yeah. with their headquarters. So It's going to be very interesting to see what... Uh, you know what? What happens with this? I mean, I, I'm excited all around for video games because <laughs> you know how long have we been waiting for that NCAA game? Right. And who knows? We might get a couple of NC video NCA video games because. And it, if we don't even get that, at least the um, the Madden game can expand what they do with it now. Yep. I think EA still plans on coming out with their college football game again. That'd be cool. And then, uh, I, but like I said, we won't. I wouldn't be surprised if Two K steps into the NCAA ring again. Oh yeah, because that that now leaves a lot of comp that builds now competition mm -hmm. for uh, EA to have to have to actually take on somebody because 
unless EA can manage to do what the what they did with the NFL and get that exclusivity right for the longest time they had, which is no longer um, an exclusivity right anymore. They have uh, to allow um, other video games, which is why 2K is working on a an NFL game. It's supposed to be an arcade style game, so it's probably going to be similar to what we had with like NFL Blitz, I'm sure, oh, yeah. or NFL Street in that aspect. Probably, um, like I said, because it's supposed to be arcade mode, basically. So uh, that's probably going to be what we see. Um, or, like I said, unless the EA gets the exclusivity deal, we might see 2K dipping back into the college football game landscape. And uh, they might already be on ahead on it. We don't know. We're just waiting to hear an announcement. But uh, it's already benefited a lot of um, student-athletes so far. Um, one of the first guys to get... Um, the benefit of it, as July 1st kicked off, was a Jackson State defensive end who got a deal with a New York barbershop. Interesting. Yep. Interesting, man. So that was one of the very first ones to get a deal uh, with sponsorship done. And so. it sounds like it'll be good for small businesses. and uh... Yeah, small, it'll help small businesses get, um, you know, viewership. Even Colin said he might have Herdberger get some SC and UCLA students. Nice. <laughs> Because he's got a um, burger shop down out there in uh, Los Angeles, so which now makes me want to go to Los Angeles even more because I want to see if it's any good. Because he got he's got mostly beer and burgers. Nice. And I know how much you like beer. Oh yes. And I think he's even. I think he said he's got an in-house. Right on. So I'm sure you'd like. Oh that. yes, on tap beer. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, like I, like we've talked about last week, and of course this just helps out. I think the NCA made the right move. And possibly the only move they really had to try to stay relevant. But like I said, I still see down the road at some point, I still wouldn't be surprised if the Power 5 schools either push off to their own thing and leave the NCAA out of it. Or if all the Division One schools just come up with a new organization themselves and be, and be done with the NCAA. Yeah, NCAA is kind of... Uh... They're kind of petering out now, brother. Yeah, I think this is the either this is the first. This is the their, first nail in the coffin. This is either the first nail in the coffin or their last step to t- stay relevant. Right. Either way, I'm happy. Me too, man. <laughs> Sick and tired of the NCAA and their bullcrap, archaic bullshit. It's gonna be great, and I just love it for the student athletes. They finally get what they deserve. You know, they make this. They make the NCAA and their conference and their school billions of dollars in revenue with football and basketball and other sports help out in the millions dollars range and hundreds of thousand dollars range, depending on what the sport is. They finally can get a piece and a good piece of that back themselves. Definitely, man. It's gonna be. Gonna be really good to see a lot of gonna be a lot of happy people out there. Yes, yeah, so I just hopefully that we get the uh, hopefully what we get is a lot of good agents agencies helping out those kids um, because now they have the capability to get to them sooner and hopefully they can get to them sooner and not have these ones that are you know scammers and stuff like that try to get to these kid, poor kids because that's the one thing that's my been my only worry. When it came to allowing them to get to agents, is those ones that are trying to pretend to be agents and are actually screwing up the kids. Yeah. So that's the only thing. That was my only worry. But as long or, as they or start like their own agency thing, and then mm-hmm. you know they're like, 
They're like newbies and taking college people. Right. Yeah, and then screwing them out of a bunch of money would suck. Yes, sir. So hopefully this will be taken care of the right way, like we always hoped, and they get the proper benefits that they get, because now not only do they get the school to expand the benefits of education, they can actually get money for their name, image, and likeness. So the school can help. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Help out with that since you already got the money anyways from all your previous students, <laughs> athletes. Help them out that way, help them with medical, and the kids can finally start getting some money. Oh, yeah. So excited. So I think that does it for this episode, bro. I think we're good. Yeah, I think so, man. It's been fun. Yes, sir. So we'll be back tomorrow. Um, unfortunately, we had to push things back. I couldn't get uh, the notes for this episode done in time for Thursday. Cooper had to go to the hospital to make sure he was okay after yeah. his fall. Which is good, so we're happy. We're happy he's all right. I'm I'm good. I'm sore, but I'll be. It'll take me a couple of weeks to get back to 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 normal motion because I was I was all raring and ready to go. I was going to start working out this week and mm-hmm. and uh, you know and now look and, at you. And then I'm like, no. Cheryl Paul's is like, hold up, wait a minute. <laughs> They're going to get you calling a minute. All right. <laughs> Not. But uh, uh, so we're back tomorrow with wrestling talk. Monday will be basketball, baseball talk. Tuesday, back on schedule with NASCAR talk because we got Chip Canalsi to talk about and what's going on there. Gonna be interesting, man. Yes, sir. And we got a little bit of uh, football talk. Some new, interesting news in the football world. And we are about. nearing close to uh, to Money in the Bank. Yes, we're getting every closer to Money in the Bank. So it's going to be fun. But we got a week of wrestling to catch you up on this past week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. And we're getting ever closer to the WWE to begin touring again for fans. I know. I can't wait. Um, you know, we need to make some, some plans. Maybe we'll go see a, a show soon. Yep. And hopefully I get be... that new job that I'm working on. We'll be and make things a lot easier for us. And there's that. Because if I get it, we're going to be. Yep, we'll have more time for the podcast and more yep. time to uh, to interact with you guys. Yes, sir. And we're getting closer to a thousand on TikTok, so come find us. Yes, please. We want to do please. lives. Want to do lives? Lives, we want to do lives. lives. Yes. We could go live on Instagram, but you know, it's not as fun. I want to do it on TikTok. All right. <laughs> TikTok's got three minute videos, so we're excited about that too. We, yes. I don't know how we're gonna do it, but we'll figure it, it it'll out. It'll make it easier to do these, uh, the the, you know, uh, t- the uh, TikTok videos when we go to talk about the episode. Yes. We won't have to be like, yeah, we want this done. We had time. Yes. Right. So, anyway, so that will do it for us this week on and today. Not this week because it's still technically this week. Well. No, technically, if you go by the calendar, tomorrow's the new week. So. Yeah, and if you don't check us out tomorrow, we hope you have a happy 4th of July. And, yes. And uh, happy Independence Day. Yes. USA, baby. USA. 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 Dominate the Olympics again. Come on, baby. 
<laughs> All right. That does it for us here at Sports Talk. And as always, keep, keep on, on talking sports. sports. Hey, everyone. This is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias. On Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram, also at Cooper Big underscore Big Man ST. At TikTok at sportstalk.cooper.bigman. Or you can email us at sportstalkwitcooperinbigman. That's sportstalk, W-I-T, Cooper, the letter N, bigman, and that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode.